Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back. Another episode. Thank you for coming back. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment, and share. That's our handshake agreement with you. You get all the content you want for free, and all you have to do is click that subscribe button, and it's yours. Uh Special thank you to Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza in Arnold, Maryland. Uh, we're going to be trying uh, a new whiskey to us tonight, thanks to them. And um, this is going to be uh, a pr- pretty heavy episode on our... I don't want to just say weight loss anymore, because we're, we're kind of concentrating on things with our health, too. Um, it's been, I'd say, almost a month since we gave an update on any of it. Yeah, so, and a, lot, a lot's happened that month for me, so... Uh, me as well. It's been very interesting and painful. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had uh, you had that... Uh, I forgot what the word for it. The, the, I don't want to call it something girl. It's going to say the disease diet, but... <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it kind of was. Like I, I mean, I ended up dropping 20 pounds doing it, but... Um, I don't recommend that method. Right. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was awful. Um, and I've been sick before, but never for that intensity and for that length of time. So, finally, gotten some, you know, some traction on on uh, treatment, and and then you know moving forward, some we're doing some diagnostic stuff, which we can get into uh, later on. Um, so. We'll, we'll see where it goes, but it's encouraging. Yeah, and part of the like, part of what we'll get into, at least with you, is the fact that the area in which you had discomfort, the level of diagnostics that has to go into this, oh, yeah. and how long it takes. Yeah, because like you're not even done yet. No, I literally just started. Like, so um, they're they're throwing spaghetti at a wall right now to try and treat your symptoms. Yeah. But you don't know what's causing it yet, right? And that's the big—that's the big issue. Like the symptoms are actually gone. So I've responded to um, some medication, which is good. But I want to know, like, okay, I've never been sick for three weeks before, like that. So what? What is really making this thing do what it's doing? So um, we'll uh, we'll see where it where it goes. But it was definitely wasn't something I was going to just suck up and live with. Like, I've sucked up and lived with a sore knee or a bum shoulder, but I'm not going to suck up and live with this. Physical pain is, is something that's probably much easier. Well, no, I shouldn't say probably. And everyone's going to be different, right? But for me, physical pain, like joints, muscles, whatever, headache, that's ten times easier to deal with than stomach issues. Ugh. Yeah. Nausea. Nausea especially. Yeah. Like, I can even deal with, like, just fire hosing it out the backside. Yeah. I mean, it burns a little bit. Don't get me wrong. Eventually, sometimes, like, you kind of get the hot stuff coming. It's like lava coming yeah. out your butt. You know, you're pulling the old Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids <laughs> on the sink. But if I don't have nausea, I can pretty much get through that. Yeah. I'll just suck up the pain from, and, you know, on, on the backside. By the way, mm-hmm. Tux, if you're out there... <laughs> That's the pain I'm talking about. <laughs> um, little, little, uh, maybe too much information yeah. for the peoples, but um, 
See, I remember like you would text me and we're like, yeah. And this kind of goes, I don't know. I don't know if we ever talked about like how guys and girls talk about illness. Like you told me, you told oh, me yeah. you were shitting out a storm, and I sent you the gif of Melissa McCarthy yeah. shitting on the sink. Yeah. Like that's my that was my sympathy yeah. for you. <laughs> like meanwhile, la- like if you laughed at that, it probably didn't help you keep stuff in. Right. Well, and the, the funny thing was is at that point the problem was actually getting stuff out. Oh. So, but you know, I when I looked at it, I was like, you know, girls tend to be like. Oh, sweetie, I hope you feel better soon. Kiss, kiss. And guys are like, you know, you know, oh, you're shitting your guts out, pussy. <laughs> F you. <laughs> That's the reason you didn't come out. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't come down the block for that. Yeah, suck it up, wuss. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's like immediately gonna be made fun of, and then uh, be called the pussy. So, um, now, of course, I was dealing with, with my wife, who sometimes is not all that sympathetic. Um, <laughs> she had a kidney stone throughout an entire pregnancy, so I really can't compete with that. That's rough. Yeah, I don't know anyone who can, no. and she is the champion. Uh, however, that doesn't mean that, you know, uh, this wasn't valid. So. No, so my wife said kidney stones, too. That that looks really painful. Yeah. Um. That was years ago, though. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not putting it on that level. But if you got nausea, you're just never comfortable. No, no. Never. And it got to the point. So I guess I'll just get into it because we're here. We're here. Yeah, we're, people, we're here stop, now. Let's not gas. Like, ooh, what is it? Right. So <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and subscribe, and I'll tell you part two. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, so it was. Uh, it all started on a Saturday morning. So the night before, I drank some beer with the fellas, not a ton. Like didn't tie one on. And then my wife went out, and uh, the kids were hungry. So yeah, you know what? What do you guys want? And they said Papa John's. And I was like, Oh, okay, not a big fan. Really, I dig it. I like the Papa John's. I had stuffed crust Papa John's. Like yeah, they changed the formula, man. It's not the same. As, well, I don't I remember. Know. Papa's gone, so you know. So yeah, yeah. so it got canceled. Right. So um. Rest in peace. In any case, I think he's still alive. <laughs> he's probably counting his money. Rest in some pieces. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Rest large, in different pieces. I don't know. On a large <laughs> pile of money. Right. So they, I said, okay, whatever. So I get two large pizzas. I eat four slices of pizza. That's not a lot of pizza for me. No, but here's the thing, though. You've been off the carbs for a while. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can house some pizza. Like, I don't let food beat me. And... <laughs> Like, if there's, like, two slices left, and I've had six, oh, I'm eating the two, you know. So, and I justify it in all different ways. Like, it's not going to be any better than it is right now. You know, it's only going to get worse from here, so let's, let's, let's eat it while it's good. So, go to bed, no issues. Wake up at about 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, my stomach's killing me. So, I just go and figure, oh, I'll drop a deuce, you know, big fart, big burp feel better and i did but it never felt better it just stayed and it completely knocked me out saturday um sunday felt okay so okay it was just a stomach thing a bug monday felt okay went to work came back getting ready to go to baseball and i had to cancel t-ball practice and uh, my oldest had a game uh, that makeup game that i missed entirely 
So I never missed their games. Uh, but I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't. So I just laid in bed. Tuesday, felt like crap, stayed home. Wednesday, felt okay. And then hit me again Thursday. So it was like this every other day thing. Mm-hmm. So finally, Tuesday, about 10 days into this, I'm like, I'm going to the doc. Like, I, but here's the other thing. Doctors aren't keeping sick appointments anymore. Right. Like, ever since COVID, like, no doctors want to see you when you're sick. I'm like, well, why do I have you? So I go to uh, one of the, you know, I think it was a patient-first clinic or right one of those places. Urgent care. Yeah. So go in there, explain my symptoms. Um, doctor asked me a bunch of questions, like, you have diarrhea? I was like, no, actually, it was the opposite. Because that Friday before I, I think it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I spent my time with this, like, laxative uh, uh, regime <laughs> regimen that I had uh, devised. And it was like Miralax in the morning, uh, Dokalax chewables, stool softeners, these prune pills that my wife had when she was pregnant one time. Like, if it was, if it said moves poop, I was eating it. <laughs> and it was effective because, you know, Friday, uh, well, Thursday night and then Friday, it was just like the waterworks, which was cool because it got everything moving again. But then it also messed up my gut biome. Um, yeah, I'm normally pretty gassy, and there was none of that activity, nothing. Yeah. Um, so took some stuff to, like some probiotics to kind of bring that up, and like some kombucha, and then some other stuff we had in the house that seemed to work. But uh, the doctor was like, "Well, I don't think it's anything serious," because um, I didn't have like stabbing pain, so it wasn't appendicitis, um, wasn't like a gall like inflamed gallbladder or pancreatitis or anything like that because that comes with like intense physical pain this was just a a nausea and an ache but it was in a different region than those organs are sure so he prescribed uh an acid reducer called protonics which is like high speed pepsin pepsin like it's like it it's not identical but it's like the juiced up version of it. like it what is it a proton pump inhibitor or something yeah I, t- I take that one um it oddly, it doesn't work very quickly though. It, yeah, and that's, it, it needs to build up in your system. Yeah, and so it, 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 but you, so you, you just take a consistent dose every day. Yeah, yeah, and that's what what I did. And then he also gave me um, sucralfate, which that? so sucralfate is a medicine that thickens the lining, it coats the inside of your stomach, and then thickens the lining inside your stomach. So they use it for ulcers. Okay. Um, so a couple of days later. Uh, that was Tuesday. Thursday, I actually went to work. Felt pretty good. Um, Friday, went to work. The weekend. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel like a human being. So I ended up making an appointment with a GI, who you recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, go out and see the... I see a nurse practitioner there. And um, the one with the doctor was like... And I, like, I am not putting up with this because I'm still in the throes of this thing. I'm like, I am not putting up with this for another month. Yeah. So let's see who I can see quickly. Um, and she's good. I mean, you know, talk to her, but she is pretty much thinking that it's an ulcer because I'm responding positively to the treatment they would do for an ulcer. Right. But they still want to rule everything else out. And so they, I have to go in for an MRI. Mm-hmm. Um, upper abdominal MRI and then I have to get blood work done and then the fun part is the endoscopy colonoscopy combo so of course I make jokes that's how I get through sure things 
So she tells me this, and I, I took my fingers, I put them together, it's like, like both ends at once? She's <laughs> like, yeah, but you'll be sedated. I said, oh, so y'all going to spit roast me? He's like, I've never heard that before. And I thought, you need to get out more. <laughs> right. You're telling me nobody ever, ever made that joke with you? No? Ever? <laughs> like, Was she young? Yeah, like okay. our age. Maybe. Oh. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, we're not that. No, I mean, she's been she's been doing this for a while then. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't her first go. No, no, she wasn't like twenty three. Oh, okay. And I mean, you have to have some street time to become a nurse practitioner to begin with. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even making the spit roasting joke in like the sexual term. I was thinking more of like spit roasting a pig. Do you think she took it the other way? I don't know. Oh, and no. now I'm worried. Right. <laughs> like, did she go home and be like, "Hey, one of my patients made a what's a spit roast," right. and the husband's gonna be like. <laughs> right. You know, like, she went, did I get sexually harassed at work? <laughs> no, I was talking about food. I'm a fat guy. <laughs> like, no, I'm talking about me. You were spit roasting me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking to spit roast you. Right. We need another person for that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing here but girls. We can't do that. <laughs> so, but, but I couldn't like. But I was worried about it. Right. So, so I'm like, man, I hope she doesn't think I was like. Making a crude joke, like I was literally referring to, like, you ever been to a luau and there's a, a pig roast and they literally have a spit that goes through its mouth and out its butt? That's how they do it. Men just use the nurse in there during your colonoscopy. She's like, "This is the asshole that yeah, that's uh, sexually harassed." Yeah, let's see how well that that uh, <laughs> anesthesia lasts on you. Buddy. We're gonna, I'm gonna only gonna use half the bottle of lube on you. Yeah, or no, they're gonna use, they're gonna give me the colonoscopy first and then the endoscopy second and use the same scope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, if, you're, if you're out there, please don't be offended by any of this. Yeah. <laughs> don't hurt him. <laughs> but, but, you know, this is the thing, you know, because there are a lot of guys that, um, like, there's a guy at work, a senior guy. He will not go get one done, and he's in a high-risk group for colon cancer. But he's like, no, they're not seeing anything on my butt. I'm like, dude, you're sleeping. <laughs> like, they don't know, like, you don't not, know that they're doing it. They're not, they're not, it's not sexual to them. They're not putting a penis in there. No. <laughs> or like a, like a, I don't know, whatever you think they would go in there. Like, yeah, but, there, there's no one sticking a camera up your butt and thinking, hmm, give me some of that. Right. No. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's looking at your insides. Like, I feel bad for the person that has to do this. Like, yeah. I yeah. You know, so. Especially after you've just been, like, you've been shitting for a day. Yeah, because it's not going to be super sanitary back there. No, it's going to yeah. be pretty. I mean, don't run. They're probably going to wash it out for you. But yeah. I mean, go like, get going up feeling in. fresh, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, going in there though, you're gonna have, they're gonna I smell. Mean, some you're stuff. going into some nether regions, yeah. And like, I know what comes out of there. Yeah, I don't feel. I feel bad for anyone that has to go rummaging around in that neck of the woods. Yeah, I remember. So I had a colonoscopy when I was in my twenties, and. Yeah, I remember, like, I must have been crapping my pants for, like, a good 12 hours before. Because I used that old, the old stuff they used, uh, the prep. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, like, motor, it was, like, the viscosity of motor oil. Yeah. And you had to mix it, like, you were mixing it with, like, uh, a sugary kind of powder. <laughs> it tasted awful. It, actually, the taste wasn't, it, it was the, it was just the viscosity of it going yeah. down. It was the texture of it. It's horrible. They don't even do that. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's all, it's this <clears> newer stuff. A buddy of ours did it. They literally just gave him, uh, had him use over-the-counter laxatives. Yeah. And they just told him to drink a lot of water and basically just crapped it all. It was basically like he took the chewable Dulcolax or whatever. That was it. And he drank a bunch of water. And that was the cleanse. Yeah. And so it's gotten much better. I mean, here's my thing. 
Dokalax was around back then when I did mine. <laughs> did no one think to say, hey, I wonder if we could just do it with some chewies yeah. and some water rather than making you drink is, some motor oil? The Dokalax chewies, yeah. they're not bad to chew. Like It's like eating, what was those, those Mambo candies? Or the Mentos. Yeah. Right? Little Mentos? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You've got I, worse taste of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or you know what they should do? Just give you the the Haribo or the Haribo um, uh, sugar free gummy bears. Oh. Have you ever, dude, if you haven't if you if you haven't checked out the Amazon review of the Haribo sugar free gummy bears, you need to do it. It is hilarious. Like <laughs> they are. It's explosive diary. Oh my god! <laughs> I might have to pull that up. Oh no! <laughs> um, all right, so you got to get the endo- endoscopy, colonoscopy, MRI. Yes. And they're, they're looking. What are they trying to confirm an ulcer? Yeah. So that's what the, that's pretty much what the endoscopy is going to do. When I mentioned like constipation and some back pain, which I think was just the pressure, the the buildup. She's like, well, but you're going to be sedated anyway, so let's just you know do both. Right. And that's when I made my spit roast joke. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so they want to, they, they pretty much want to rule out. And of course, like, you know, you never want to think like, oh, it could be cancer. But if it was, I'd rather catch it now mm-hmm. than five years from now. Yeah, generally so, with colon cancer, though, you'll poop out some blood. Mm-hmm. Like, not hemorrhoid blood. like Not like bright red blood. But no, like, it would be dark. Yeah. It would be like, uh, almost like a dark cherry color. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it comes out, like, it looks like black. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll say, like, black tarry stool or whatever. That's signs yeah. of a GI, but it smells awful, too. Right. Um, for the most part, like, like, a sudden onset like that, I don't, it, that, it usually, like, cancer, would as it grows, it would normally, like, get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. It wouldn't all of a sudden get better with some ulcer meds. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, oh, I, I just found the cure for cancer. Right. It's called yes. sucralfate yeah. and protonics. Um, and then the other thing is, like, I've had a lot of net Because she asked me, she said, have you been taking a lot of um, um, NSAIDs? Like, you know, ibuprofen, Advil, right. stuff like that. And I said, well, I'm a dum-dum. And I do dumb things like lift weights that are too heavy for me after I've taken some time off. And I hurt myself. And then what do I do? I... You know, take I take them so I can, and I was taking the Advil PM. Ooh, you know, put you asleep. Yeah, and it's like, and how long are we doing that, or how much? And I was like, well, my ortho gave me eight hundred milligram um, in the right. army. They call it Ranger candy, right. and uh, I ran out of those, so I was just taking whatever it got me to four hundred. <laughs> so, well, so your body, like, so your body can't process more than eight hundred grams of ibuprofen. Yeah, that's why eight hundred is the max dose. Yeah. Every six to eight hours. Yeah. So. So I was probably doing eight hundred a day, like total, like in the at night, because that's right. when it bothered me. Yeah, but I mean, you can do eight hundred at a time. Yeah. So you can do eight hundred. Wait eight hours. Do it. So eight, it's eight hundred times three, because that's yeah. eight. Uh, eight times three is twenty-four. Yeah. 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 So I was doing just eight hundred once, but so that's, that's still not even that bad though. But a continual every day taking sure. this stuff, and I was also taking um, low dose aspirin, which irritates your stomach too. I stopped so. taking, so I actually stopped that. So the 81 milligram, I mm-hmm. took it because uh, my old uh, primary care, he gave it to me because f- that was the um, that was the go-to for if you had a uh, family history of heart disease. Mm-hmm. 
like the, they so they basically like thinned your blood a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I guess like the the data's come out saying that it's actually not good for you to do yeah. that. So I stopped doing that. Yeah. Now I'd already done it for twelve years. So mm-hmm. who knows if going off of it so abruptly was a good idea. But right. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, but that could contribute to it. Just treating my body like a trash compactor could also help, you know, not help things. Drinking a lot of coffee. Um, coffee, no, I don't. Coffee's fine. Yeah. Coffee makes you go. Coffee wouldn't have backed you up like that. But here's the other thing. You hadn't been eating a lot of carbs. Right. Right? And then you just housed four slices of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, dude, I, I swear to God, ever since we started this, if I eat a big meal... It almost doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. If I put a ton of food in my, in my stomach at one time, dude, I get so nauseous. And if it's carbs, like if I do, like one time, I think I ate like three slices of pizza, which for me would have been nothing. I ate three. Yeah, I, could, I could feel it was getting like, yeah, I mean, I could feel it was getting tight though. Yeah. So I had three and I stopped and I'm kind of happy I did because that night was not a good night. Yeah. Like it hurt. Like I, my stomach hurt. That night. So yeah, when I was heavy into the keto, we were doing it. Like I, I've actually kind of switched off, mm-hmm. and I'm doing more of a. My goal is to do more of a Mediterranean type. So when I was sick so bad, I was eating nothing but, um. Chicken broth and rice, mm-hmm. applesauce and toast. Like that was what I ate, and yeah, I lost twenty pounds over the three weeks. But you know, of course, that anxiety brain's like who. Oh, Unexplained weight loss, you've got pancreatic cancer. Because that's where my brain goes. Right. You know, and I thought, pancreatic cancer is a silent killer, not because it gives you the shits and your stomach hurts. Right. It's because the dust's like not detected until it's too late. It's not a silent loud killer. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, if that was the sign, like, oh, early symptoms is your stomach hurts really bad and you get the shits, well, then I think we'd probably be catching it pretty quick, right? Right. But um, so I go and say, well, but before when I was doing all this, I, I if I ate a lot of carbs, I'd, I'd have trouble sleeping. Yeah. Because like it, it was all sugar. Yep. Um, the Mediterranean, though, I found that before I started taking the, the meds to, to make the stomach feel better, and the, those times where I was feeling good, beef irritated it a lot. Uh, chicken was easier on it. Anything that was fatty or greasy, that set it off. Yeah. So I started eating just... Leaner meat. So I was eating, um, I bought fr- frozen flounder, and I'll just broil that with Old Bay. Um, I bought shrimp, the frozen shrimp, and it defrosted. Yeah. I mixed that with, like, lentils. and mm-hmm. So I switched more to a Mediterranean diet, and I, I kind of like it. I like the food. But um, it's, still, it's still fairly low-carb, though. Yeah. It's not, like, so my doctor talked to me about the Mediterranean diet, too. And he said, carb-wise, they're not very different. Yeah. Um. It, the the Mediterranean diet adds some other oils and stuff like yeah. that, but and there's some more yeah. uh, plant based stuff than sure. a pure. And I guess you could do a keto, a vegan. I don't know how you do it, but I never got a lot like, of avocados. I never got rid of like the vegetables and stuff yeah. so much. Except, I mean, there were a couple that were kind of high in uh, some carbohydrates, but like, I mostly yeah, got like, rid of the fruits, but yeah. not the veggies. Yeah, but like carrots are very high in sugar. Yeah, um, I, I eat those. I mean, yeah, those make me nauseous though. If I, I eat too many of them, yeah. oh, that doesn't feel good. I'm not a big carrot fan. Um, yeah. My oldest son eats carrots like other kids eat potato chips. My kids eat the same thing. I don't get thing. that kid. Yeah. 
But I mean, he's also rail thin, so I'm like, maybe I should take a cue from him. <laughs> I mean, the I'm trying the the fat the, the high fat thing you were talking about, though. Mm-hmm. That bothers me to no end, and I know, like on keto, you're supposed to eat fat, like yes. fat and protein are your two biggest things. Yeah. The problem for me was um, whenever I ate something high in fat. Um, like I think I, I had like like the pork rinds the one time, right? Mm. It's fried fat. It's delicious. Yeah, but it hurt like a yeah. bitch. Like See, I was in, I was in my I, I was literally in my, in my bed for probably two days mm-hmm. when I had it. And I was like it wasn't pork rinds. It was it was someone. It was cooked fat. Like I forgot what it was. The guy the 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 taco truck guy. Oh. Um, and I had it in a bowl, and. Dude, I for two days it was like someone just kicked me in the stomach and then put a nausea bomb down there yeah. too. It was bad. And since then, like even like fried chicken, mm-hmm. if I eat fried chicken, especially if I eat like a fatty thigh, mm-hmm. it, it hits me like a ton of bricks. Wow. I don't know what it is. So like I- so well the one the gallbladder. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing that the GI doctor might say is um when I had pain one time really bad, it, they did an MRI or a, a scan or something, and it came back that I had fatty liver. Mm-hmm. And so gallbladder processes fat. Yeah. But if your liver is surrounded by fat, it disrupts the function of it. Mm-hmm. So both of those combine, and it can hurt. Yeah. So it, it could have been something where you have like a, a fatty liver mm-hmm. a flare up. Yeah. And that's what caused the pain. Um, well, then that's a, so. A buddy of mine had um, lap band surgery. Yep. One of the, and he had fatty liver, so he had to go on a diet to reduce the size of his liver before mm-hmm. they could do the pro, the procedure. So he went on that. And then another thing that I've noticed since this, I used to have really bad reflux. It would wake me up at night. I would take uh, a couple of, like Tums Chewies, and which. I actually started liking because it's like a mento, um, Alka-Seltzer chewies, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The the reflux would wake me up at night to the point where I was like choking on it. Yeah. And with this protonics, like it doesn't happen at all. So yeah. um, I, and then when I told the GI that, she said, yeah, you probably have GERD too. And, you know, so, and then she asked me if I had sleep apnea. And I was like, <laughs> I've never been tested for it, but, you know, like, Look at like look at my neck. Like I'm a big, big dude. So um. the, the test for that sucks. By the way, they make you. So I, I had a test, mm-hmm. and I, I attempted it, and it didn't happen. Yeah, because you got to wear a thing on your forehead, and a thing across your chest. I don't know about you, but I'm very sensitive, like to how I fall asleep. See, I can, no, I can fall asleep anywhere. So I think. I'm not too worried about my thing is like there are a bunch of dudes that are in like the in like the powerlifting strongman community and like those dudes they don't even bother getting the test done they just go out and buy a CPAP right and it gives them instant they able to sleep better instantly like so this one um, he's actually a I think he's Icelandic they're all Icelandic and sure. you know Vikings. Um, <laughs> that I follow, he was, like, a buddy of mine sent me this talk that he did 
it was like a two hour long YouTube video. And I, you know, he was like, Hey, if you guys aren't on a CPAP, get one. Like if you have insurance, you want to go through the sleep study, do it. They're not that expensive. Just go buy one. You're going to thank me for it. I guarantee you. And these are all big yoke dudes. And these aren't like bodybuilder fit. Like these dudes are world's strongest man. Like, you know, I think the smallest dude in there probably weighed 350. Right. You know, guys that are pulling like, you know, six, 700 pound deadlifts. That's who we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And that's like their working out weight. And like, he's like, I get every one of you dudes has sleep apnea. And, you know, I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, I look a lot of, a lot like these dudes. So I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, it's probably something given the fact that like I wake up in the middle of the night and I feel like I was, when I'm not choking on my own vomit, through the GERD, um, <laughs> like I can't breathe, you know, and my wife would be like, you know, your snoring is ridiculous. And I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd bet I had it. Right. So. I, yeah. I, I think you're, if, if I, if I was betting on it, I'd probably say I have it. But I don't have enough symptoms of it to say I do. So yeah. for now, I'm pretending like I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it, That's crazy, though. That you're gonna, I mean, I think it's strange that, especially with the GI tract, you got to go through all this stuff just to find out one diagnosis. Yeah. Like, from the time it started to the time you find out, you're going to be about three months in. Well, actually... Yeah, well, too, because my colonoscopy endo is scheduled for the 21st of June. So, okay. Um, so that's not too bad. Yeah. They got in pretty quick, and they asked me, they said, you know, do you want, you know, this these earlier dates in June? I said, well, let me let my wife get out of school first, and then twenty. she said, 21st or 23rd. I said, what day is the 21st? She said, it's a Wednesday. I said, 23rd is a Friday. She said, yep. Yeah. I said, I don't want to mess up happy hour at the pool. Twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> so um, imagine, imagine if the medicine didn't work. Oh my god! And you had to be just miserable for two yeah. months. Yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah, and there are people out there that do it, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm thankful that that it that it took, and that I feel good. And I mean, on Sunday we went out for for Mother's Day, and this is how much how cool my wife is. Like we didn't do brunch. We went to Senor Chili's. And got margaritas and Mexican food. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, so many dudes are sitting at some stupid brunch where people are wearing goofy hats and, like, there's, you know, no, no one wants to do that. Right. But we're eating Mexican. Like, I mean, and I ate a chimichanga. Like, I had to go easy. Like, I gotta, I'm going to test the system. Right. They have to take a boat out for sea trials. Right. Like, I'm taking this ship out. We're going to go, you know, full left rudder and kick it and see what this thing can do. Ahoy, mateys, let's go. Yeah, and, this, the, you know, she helped, she ran great. Yeah. But, you know, the thing with the GI track, it's, I mean, if you make, if you simplify it, mm-hmm. it's a tube. It's a really fucking long tube, though. Yeah. 25 feet. And it does a lot of stuff in there. I mean, there's going, a whole lot of chemicals and stuff, but in the yeah. end, it's a tube. But I guess saying your GI tract is a tube is mm-hmm. kind of like saying, oh, an engine's just an air pump. Sure. Which really it is. Mm-hmm. And how efficiently it can pump air in one end and out the other is how much power it makes. Yeah. And if you make that more efficient on either end, you get more power out of it. Your GI system's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. A lot of stuff. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of what do they call it? Um, not the microbiome. The, the germs. 
Bacteria, thank you. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Um, that do a lot of different things. There's good germs. Uh, and there's bad. Right. And but, then the good, the, then some people will have the good ones, but then the bad ones flare up and kill all the good ones. Mm-hmm. They got none in there but bad ones, and they get sick. Mm-hmm. And then... They actually have a procedure where you can have, like, someone will donate good bacteria, and they will insert it into your butt. Into your butt. And it's like a poop transplant. Yes. It's exactly what it is. There, the, I got enough of my own poop. I don't need to import any. Well, so here's the, <laughs> they just, the FDA just approved a pill that does what the insertion does now. Except now it goes down. It, actually, it might be a suppository. Either way, though, they, they are now saying that this works so well that they've created like a, uh, an FDA approved pill. Wow. That can... I guess the, it's the, enough bacteria that it kills off the bad and the good takes over. Yeah. And if the first time doesn't work, they do it a second time. Wow. Um, now, I do know that there are more of these little one-celled microorganisms in the healthy gut mm-hmm. than there are cells in your entire body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing that they've done, that they said is, so like your brain and the, the one... The brain in your head is operating completely separate from your gut. Wow. They're saying your gut essentially has its own uh, own reactions, its own, like, not connected to the brain. It can function all on its own, hmm. which is why some people might get uh, an anxiety reaction in their gut, but not feel stressed in their brain. Hmm. They won't have any physical, any other physical reaction other than having to shit really bad. Wow. Or grumbling or whatever. Something will the, activate. The guts. Something activates inside their gut. But they'll be like, I don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah. But then what happens is, is then your brain's like, oh, crap, something's going on. And then it flares up. <laughs> yeah. So then you you're, now you're going to catch 22. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so, that, I mean, that. But, hey, you lost 20 pounds. Yeah. You know. I, gained, I gained some of it back, but. The pants what, still feel looser, so. So what, when we started all this back in January, I'm, I'm using January 1st as a starting date. What were what were you weighing in then? Like 440. Okay. And what are you at now? 435. <laughs> so. I thought you told me you were 419. I, I went down to 419, and then that was after just essentially eating nothing but chicken broth. and. So you got 14 of it back in two yeah. weeks? Good God, man. Well, that's what happens when you're not. A lot yeah, of that's water. I guess rehydrated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the good thing is, the good thing is that the pants are still feeling looser. And that was, I'd normally weigh myself completely naked and completely pooped. So like pooped naked. And when I jumped on the scale, I had a, I'd eaten breakfast, a couple cups of coffee and was dressed. So I could probably safely knock five pounds off of that. So let's say you're at 429. Yeah. We'll say 420. And you started at what? 440. So you're. In, and it might have been higher back in January. Well, when you when you weighed yourself, what was the highest weight you'd been? The highest I've ever been is 450. Okay. We'll use 450. Yeah. And you're at 429. Yeah. So you're down 21 pounds. Yeah. All right, then. If, I, if, you, if you would have made a deal with yourself. 
and said, hey, you didn't have to starve yourself. You really didn't have to do much exercise. You said you get to catch this awful illness. <laughs> but even, if, let's say 429 is what you weigh right now. Yeah. Even after everything's back together. Mm-hmm. If you would have said 21 pounds down in four months, would you have taken that deal? Yeah. I would prefer because I know I can do more. But if I go wild and crazy, I know I can do more. So, but, do, but you don't have to, though. Yeah. So here's the thing. I mean, you kind of you kind of went back on the carbs with the in-laws. Mm-hmm. And that was, what, 30 days? So you had a 30-day so little setback there. I stayed what They were with us for about, yeah. So they were, they were with us for about six weeks. And I held out for about three weeks of that. And that just became too much. Like, yeah. they like to eat out a lot. But they're very generous. Um, so I was like, oh, let's go to this restaurant. Let's and I could only sit there and eat. Like, we go to the diner. I love diner food. And I'd get there for dinner, and I'd get an omelet, you know, with cottage cheese as the side. Meanwhile, like, there's French fries, there's hamburgers, there's all this stuff, and I can only do it. I only, I'm only a human. <laughs> so Stay strong I, for so long. So I get you. And I have the same issue. And I'll get to what my doctor said in a, while, in a little while. But I found, like, if we're in those situations more than we're not, we got to still say no. Got to. It's like when we when we go to the Mexican place, I got to say no to the chips. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. I go to that place probably once a week. Do I say no every week? No. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, if I say no, one out of, one out of four weeks. So three weeks I say yes, one I say no. That one time I said no mm-hmm. is still better than eating it four weeks out of four. Oh, yeah. So, like, I got to make those, those. I can't let the other three weeks screw up any progress I've made. Mm-hmm. Because there has been progress made. So, for me, I started off at 350. The last time I weighed myself, I was 320.9. Okay. I'm going to say 321. Yeah. I'm not giving myself the extra pound. Yeah. 0.9, you can't round down. You can't round down. Yeah. But that's still 29 pounds. Right? Well, yeah. 50 down to. Yeah, math. 29. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, 29. Yeah. So it's one of those things, and this is the question I, I, I posed to you, and I said and I, I said to myself, because I was like, well, I could have done better. I said the same thing you did. Yeah. That's, that, it's that stupid mindset. Mm-hmm. Well, I could have done better, or I could do better if I really hammered it out. And everyone's like, well, you should have. Yeah. You weak ass. Like, No. Four months ago, if you would have come to me January 1st and said, look, you're going to have to adjust how you eat, but it's not going to be horrible. You're not going to starve yourself. You just got to eat some different things. You got to stay away from certain things. You still have a, you have a cheat day here and there. Mm-hmm. You got to up your you got up your water intake. Um, but you're going to be down 29 pounds in four months, at the end of four months. Yeah. Would I have done it still? And the answer is, yeah, 100% yes. Of course I would have. Yeah. I've dropped. I've got twenty nine pounds down that well, I'm not that I I don't plan on gaining back. You're the same way. Yeah, and it's and it's one of those things where, you know, you you have to, you have to focus on the process and not the result. And then the other thing is, the the best time to plant a tree, is twenty years ago. Right. The second best time to plant a tree, is right now. Mm-hmm. But you're right now started, in January, and here you are continuing. So that tree's in the, it's like a little sapling now, you know? Right. But we just, oh, well, I want that sapling to be 
bigger. Right. Let's just let it do its thing, man. Right. You know? I mean, it's like saying, look, there wasn't, like, four months ago, as the tree's growing, there was no, well, if it rained every day, it would have been bigger. Yeah. Right? But it didn't. There were there was three to four days and five days in a row where there was no rain and it was really dry. Yeah. And, and the tree couldn't grow during that period of time. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like, but here's the thing. In the past, though, I would have taken the mentality of, well, I could have done better. And blown this up. Yeah. And said, screw it. I'm going back to what I'm going to go eat all the pizza in the world. Now, here's the thing. I've had pizza. Yeah. I, the problem, I'm not going to say the problem because it's probably actually a good thing. Kind of like what you experienced when you had the four, four slices of Papa John's. And when I had the three slices of pizza, I felt horrible. Yeah. Like my, my body is now saying, oh, hell no. Like you can have the pizza. But you better keep it to one or two slices. Yeah. Because I don't like what you're putting in me, and I'm going to make you feel like crap for two days. Mm-hmm. Like, it physically felt bad. Well, and, and then the thing with me is, like, even though I did go and lost some of my discipline and ate some crap, I didn't eat crap to the point that I used to eat crap. Mm-hmm. So, Pizza Monday. <clears throat> The two pizza places, like local shops close to here, both have a special on Monday. So we always get pizza on Monday. Um, and we have all three boys have baseball practice on Monday, too. So it's just it's an easy thing to do. So, you know, 20 bucks, I get two pies. And then also from those two pies, the kids, and I think every other kid around here, too, takes a slice of pizza to to school the next day for lunch. So we're getting lunch and dinner, you know, or dinner for us and lunch for the boys next day. But where I used to eat, like just keep eating it because it was there mm-hmm. and it was good. Now I'll do two, I'll get a salad and I'll eat two slices of pie rather than eating six or eight. Right. Um, but those are- up. And those are the improvements that are important. Yeah, and that's the thing where, okay, I can get um, just a salad, and I can do, so there's some good, I think, yeah, the dressing's not the best. I get it. But you know what? Because that's one of the things that drives me nuts. Oh, but the dressing, there's, there's, there's calories. The dressing's not good for you. Okay, dick, dickhead. I get it. Still, Everyone, it's still better than pizza. Right. It, would you, that or an entire pie? Right. So two slices, and I share a Greek salad with my wife, and we're good. And, like, and the key is though, the the salad doesn't have the carbs. Right. Like here's the thing for big dudes like us, carbs. And another one's going, oh, it's not carbs, dude. You can eat carbs. No, you can eat carbs. You just can't eat as many yeah. because they turn and they, they get processed like sugar. Yeah. And when we're referring to carbs, we're looking at the net carb number. Yeah. yeah. We're we're looking at. I mean, the first thing, added sugar is the enemy. That is the enemy. And then when you look at the other, but so what you want is, like, carbs from fiber. That's it's subtra- it subtracted out. Yeah. So we're not saying, like, don't eat vegetables, because those right. are carbs. But but that's good, so your body needs it. Right. So, I mean, I, since this whole nonsense with me started, I started supplementing uh, with fiber every night. And it makes a world of difference. Yeah. Um, Bulk forming fiber, like it, you know, it's like a boar snake for your butt. I've heard, I've heard, it's not the best for you though. Uh, not, 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 just in general, like there, there shouldn't. 
I've heard you shouldn't add additional fiber mm. outside of what you're eating. Um, what if you're not getting a lot of fiber to begin with? I've heard you shouldn't add. Mm. That this is what I've heard. Now, I will say this: as someone who used to poo regularly, mm-hmm. my poo schedule is scaled like in half. Yeah, like I'll go a whole day without pooping, which for me was unheard of. So for me, like after this, when I went three days without doing it, yeah. I was like, "F this." I am getting this train back on schedule. <laughs> right. The train's going to run on time in Mikeville. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so outside of the stomach issues, you're down 20-plus pounds. Mm-hmm. Wait, 450, you said you're down to four, 429. So that's 30 pounds. No, 20, 21, 21 pounds. Yeah. All right, so you're down 21 pounds. Your stomach's all jacked up. Going to get that checked out. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Anything else? Or is that pretty much it? No, that that about covers it. That covers um, it. I, the, now, the stomach thing torpedoed my workouts. It yeah. just torpedoed them. You know my th- thoughts on workouts. You don't like doing it. Don't, I haven't done them. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm anti-workout. Yeah, I have three boys, and so I have to stay stronger then. <laughs> right. I have to maintain my position as the alpha. Well, the, the oldest one, though, is, like, super thin. So you can still yeah, throw him around a little puberty. bit. Yeah, he's probably be, like, a 6'5 monster. Yeah. You, yeah, know you got I mean? a couple of years for that though. Yeah. Like I think you, I think you can three years, two, three, three ish. I mean, he's a he's eleven. Yeah, I mean that stuff starts. But no, I gotta still. I gotta yeah. stay ahead of the game. The second one is the one you gotta worry about. Yeah, because he's gonna outweigh you. He's like mini me. He's gonna. He's my clone. Yeah, he's, the, he's, he's one, gonna have the height and so the, the weight. The third one is is he's the he's the he's TBD right now. Yeah, but he's freaking smart. Well. That's going to screw you over most. I'm convinced. You won't have to overpower him. He'll just outsmart you. No. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just smother me in my sleep. He's he's the one that'll probably like push the car out of the driveway <laughs> while, while in neutral so well, you can't was, hear it. Someone's asked me about my kids and I was like, you know, who knows them? But from, I hadn't seen them since they babies. I said, well, my oldest, he's kind. He's going to be a teacher or a nurse or he, you know, he's just a, he's a, he has a, a like he's a, has a sweet soul. Like he comes across like a little dickhead kid sometimes, but he's a boy. That's what they do. All kids are dicks. Um, <laughs> I said my middle one, he's a negotiator. So business or law, that's him. He's the talker. And then I said the third one, I think he's got leadership potential. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I said, yeah, of a prison gang. <laughs> like, that's where he's going to be. Still a leader. Come on. Hey, yo, don't discount it. It's better to be the leader of the prison it's gang than the prison It's still a skill. Bitch. It's a skill. Yeah. I mean, come on. Don't discount that. Don't be, don't be so hard on him. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe pushing weight in the future, but hey. Yeah. You know, successfully. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, but I mean, you know, I've always liked lifting weights and doing stuff like that. So, it, it just kind of set me back and hopefully, well, then I also had my. I had a bunch of varicose veins removed too, so they're like. You told me about that. Yeah. That did not sound. That did not sound ple- uh, pleasant at all. The left leg was not. No. The le- the right one is going. I have one more visit. I'm done. But the the uh, the doctor she or the nurse she says she's giving me my, my discharge instructions. She's like, okay, no running. I'm like, check. <laughs> <laughs> done. I'm gonna be a great patient here. And I was like, cool. So today's you know. Um, Squats and deadlifts, I'm good, right? She goes, no squatting, no deadlifts. Because she was like a into fitness, and I was like, yeah, I can't. 
I'm good with the running part. You saw how quickly I surrendered yeah, right. on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> you were nice. We were simpatico for a minute. There. Yeah. And then you told me I couldn't squat or deadlift. Yeah. She is. And I'm glad she did because had she not, I would have gone right home. You'd blow it out. And then the lidocaine would have wore off. Oh. And then I had this one incision that didn't want to stop bleeding. Ooh. And. Don't tell me about blood, dude. Yeah. I can't. See, blood and guts I, don't bother it me. It bothers me so much. Yeah. I used to work in a hospital, man. Bloody oh. guts, like, even vomit. Like, yeah, it's puke. No, I don't mind vomit. Yeah. It's it's the blood and... Because I, I just picture the incision and blah, 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 it, stuff and the oozing. And, no, well, they give you this super sexy nope, sock nope, nope. that goes thigh high. And I'm like, look at this thing. Nope. I said, hey... I went to my wife and said, what do you think? Mm. <laughs> you trying to ride this train? <laughs> so. She looks at I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you know. Put none of those socks on. <laughs> right. Make oh, it wait. Matching, it's still bleeding. Sorry. Make it a matching set. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I went by, of course, had the follow-up with the doctor. Um, already, I'm down 29 pounds, which is great. I, I'd take it 10 times out of 10. Could have done better, but I'll take what I can get. Um, by doing the keto... My uh, insulin dropped by almost half. Wow. So I went from 30 down to 17 mm-hmm. as resting insulin. Um, I think if if I were to take the test, though, uh, if I did the glucose fasting test, I, th- I still think my insulin levels would be higher than they should, but they're much less than they were. So that mm. that's good right there. So the the keto I'm not even call it keto the low carb thing is working in that regards yeah um, which is probably helping me drop some weight because mm-hmm. the less insulin the less fat you absorb or the less fat you build uh, allows you to process it better um, the testosterone thing so I don't know where we left off with that but my testosterone uh, was low it was I believe at 198 for total testosterone it had dropped down to 110. Yeah. Now, 77 is the high range for a normal woman. <laughs> so I was closer to the highest of the normal woman than I was to the lowest of a normal man. All right? I I mean, we can make all the jokes about my man boobs, but, you know, I was about to sprout some real boobs, you know, in, in a mangina. I was, I'm, I was about to be the, the the real transgender in this place. You know what I'm saying? Without 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 any meds to transition, my, my body's transitioning on its own. <laughs> so, and keep in mind, this is with me getting testosterone shots every two weeks, 200 milligrams. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. When I took the test, I think I was three weeks out from my last shot. So I was definitely behind on the shots. Yeah. So we... Decided to change it up a little bit, so now it's going to be at-home shots, 100 milligrams every week, which is what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think you're going to see, and some people even say to split that. Yeah. And they'll say do two a week, 50 and 50. So it's a constant, it's a more, you're not just getting dumped, like, boom, boom, boom. So you're just constantly staying to maintain e- easy level. My personal actually wanted me to knock mine back because I took my T, um, so there's two numbers. Mm-hmm. There's testosterone and there's free test. Mm-hmm. So um, my I went from let's see 280 to 1192. So it was a good a good jump. And then my free is up in the 300s. And she was concerned that like you know hey that's too high. And I'm like 
Oh, let's get swole. <laughs> Time to get yoked. <laughs> right. So I am actually going to reduce mine because um, I don't. I don't. I don't want to have have it. You know, really playing haywire with the system. So uh, I'm going to take that back to probably doing 50 a week and yep. see where it stays. Um, so we'll see. And then we we got some more blood work back. So my doctor wanted to test my pituitary gland. Because because it had dropped so much, uh, so pituitary gland it it helps regulate uh, it helps signal to the testes to produce the testosterone. I believe that's the way it goes, or maybe the pituitary gland produces the testosterone, which then tells the testes to produce semen. Something it, I don't know. It's in that range. I'm not a doctor, but pituitary gland and the testes they all kind of work together somehow. Something signals something. I don't know. Pituitary gland though could be the reason for a drop in testosterone if the pituitary gland is not operating properly. So we just got the test results today. My LH, which is lutein, lutein, zing, zing, lutein, zing hormone, whatever that is. Normal range for a male, 1.5 to 9, minus 0.291. Oh. So I'm not even close. Yeah. The... FSH, follicle-stimulating hormone. This is the the more important number, I suppose. Uh, adult males, the normal range is 2.0 to 9.2, minus 0.290. <laughs> so I, I'm I was like almost non-operative at right. that point. So uh, yeah, he it's said, like idle. Yeah, it, <laughs> I don't even think it, it's sputtering. Let's, 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 come on. It's a bad idle. Yeah. Um. So. The doctor uh, is probably going to want to figure out what is causing that. Now, one of the things that it could be is if there is uh, something in the brain pushing on it, which I guess could be a brain tumor, if you will. It's not a tumor. I doubt it's a tumor. <laughs> I, I really doubt it would be because I think my numbers have been low for, I got to say, to my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had a brain tumor at this point, I'm pretty sure I'd be dead. Yeah, uh, twenty years. You know, I, I think that pretty much knocks you out at five. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think it's that. It could just be a malfunction of it, mm-hmm. um, which there could be other causes. I don't know, but I, I don't think it's a brain tumor. I think I would have felt it by now. It'd yeah. probably be popping out of my head after twenty years. Um, <laughs> and there are drugs you can use to kind of stimulate the pituitary gland, which could end up. I could end up not having to take the shots. Mm-hmm. But because my, uh, the pituitary gland is not working properly, I have to take the shots to have uh, testosterone in my body right. because really, really low testosterone like that can lead to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already had cancer once. Yeah. So not trying to go down that. Not trying again. to. Not trying to. And, and to be honest with you, maybe this was the cause of it. Maybe the low testosterone was the cause yeah. of it. Um, <clears throat> a court... <laughs> A court decision says otherwise, <laughs> and I'm going to keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so it was not the low testosterone. Right. It was Roundup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that weed killer, stay away from your kids. Yeah. Um, so that's what we found out with the blood work with that. Um, trying to think of what else. Uh, I'm trying to think what other blood work was odd, but... Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, so the insulin levels went back down. Uh, we're not going to do another glucose fasting test just because they're a little expensive. Insurance probably won't cover another one for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, A1C stayed the same though. 
which yeah. I thought was strange. I thought that would have gone down. Hmm. Uh, still in that pre-diabetic range, but as I lose more weight, that should go down. Yeah. Um, the energy has been low, but that's probably testosterone-based. Um, some like there was like, a couple days when I was like, I gotta take a nap. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. Like I was, like, it was almost like narcolepsy. Right. Where like my eyes were almost forcing them closed. Um, but with the testosterone, I think more steady. Like I take another one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It, I think the the energy levels should at least normalize a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you'll and. I was frustrated when I first started because I was like, "This is, I'm not feeling anything. This is taking forever." Blah blah blah, and it does take forever. It's not, it's not something that instantly just fires off and starts. Like you're gonna see gradual improvements as they, like as you you're gonna see. Like the first thing I saw was like an increased. Uh, well, I started sleeping better. Yeah, that was number one. Then number two. It was an increased drive, like, you know, hey, hey, missus, get over here type of yeah. deal. Um, and then improvements in that area, too. So, like, and then it, you know, I thought that I'd be, like, fl- like I'd lose weight right off the break, and I'd be, like, swole. And I think people get this messed up impression of what TRT and testosterone is simply from hearing all this crap about, like, oh, you're going to get back knee and your nuts are going to shrink and then all this yeah that happens but dudes that are doing that number one they're not getting it from under physician supervision they're getting it from the guy at the gym right you know uh, like that, so that 100 milligram shots a 500 milligram shot yeah and they're doing it like they're cycling and they're doing it like you know 100 milligrams a day for a certain period of time and like that's when you get the big growth and and, and they're mixing a whole bunch of other cocktails, you know, from the guy at the gym. Right. You know, that's the... But when it's under a physician's... Testosterone is what your body produces anyway. Right. You know. Um, and keep in mind, we're only taking enough to get us in the normal range. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're spiked like a mother, but, you know. But your doctor's not going to keep prescribing it if it's that high. Yeah. He's going to bring you back down. Yeah. So... Yeah. And that's... Yeah. You have to have to play with it and say, okay, where do I want to... Because there are some adverse things to having it too high, um, but there are. I think the when I weighed everything out, I said the risks of keeping it low, artificial, just not like low where I'm at at 280, mm-hmm. just because of some nonsense that impression you get from like the Dare program, like no oh, steroids will kill you, like yeah steroids from. You know, Chad in the locker room at Gold's Gym, that's probably not good for you. Right. But TRT under physician supervision and direction, that's a little bit different. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think of what else we had talked about with the doctor. Um, <clears throat> he did possibly mention using a drug called metformin. Um, metformin is what, uh, it's a diabetic medication. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what it, it helps reduce the insulin even more. We decided to table that one again. So he brought that up the last time three months ago. We talked about it this this time. Yeah, I said, nah, let's, yeah. let's wait another three months. Let's see how if I keep losing weight, then let's keep it out of it. Um, the, yeah, metformin is used for diabetes. I think it's also used for PCOS in women too. Yeah, um, it, it, it is used for weight loss. Yeah. I mean, it is too. But the other one he he wanted he was thinking about. 
And this goes back to, um, I said I would mention it later, so this is later. Um, and I, it's a mixture, it's a dual, dual drug. It's naloxone mm-hmm. and Welbutrin, which is a depression drug. And essentially, what I was kind of telling was, like, I see bread and I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I kind of like I casually brought up I was like it's almost like a like a crack addict that sees crack they want to smoke it yeah or a cocaine addict that sees coke and they want to snort it mm-hmm. I said the bread for me is like it's there and I it's right there and I want to eat it it's and it's very hard to not reach out and eat it and I know everyone like, the, the the bros out there like dude you just you just don't eat it you got to have willpower and I know I get that but think of it think of it from an addict's point of view so naloxone. And Welbutrin together. So the Welbutrin, I guess it has other, uh, it, whatever whatever it does in the brain for depression, mm-hmm. I guess with the naloxone, it helps with the addiction to the food. Okay. So that way when you see the, like if, like if I were to see the bread, I won't have that same reaction in my wow. brain. Are you sure it's naloxone? Maybe it's not. What, what's the other one? Because naloxone, I was like, that's, no, it's sold under the brand name of Narcan. Yes. It's a medication used to reverse or reduce the effects of opioids. Addiction, yeah. Wow. It, it, it's used to re, it's used to stop addiction. Wow. Um. And and so yeah, it's 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 I believe it's naloxone and Welbutrin together. Hmm. Um. And I wish I knew the name of it. Is it no? I think naloxone is it. Um. Welbutrin. I'm just gonna try and Jamie this real quick. Yeah, I'm kind of looking too. Yes. Okay. So, but, but are you so, sure it's not naltrexone? Yes, I'm sorry, naltrexone. Okay. But it's it's an anti addiction drug. Yep. Um, and bupropion is well butrin. Mm-hmm. So it's naltrexone and bupropion. Um. And so apparently, it's a in combination is used together with a reduced calorie diet and proper exercise to help lose weight and keep it off. The, the the naltrexone part, though, is for the addiction yeah. part of it. So they're basically treating food consumption as an addiction. And I, so, you know, and here's the thing. So brain scans of any person when they eat sugar and then they have the opportunity to worship the same centers in the brain that are activated with that heroin activates and heroin addicts. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So... And also, like, when you eat sugar, you get a dopamine hit. Yep. So you chase that dopamine high. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ooh, if I eat sugar. And we're wired for this. Yep. We're wired for this. So, like, say there's a beehive that's cracked open. There's honey everywhere. You'd want to eat that honey because that's free energy. Fat does the same thing. You would never see um, ancient humans not eating the fat of an animal. Or the right. organs. They eat all of it. They crack the bones open to get the marrow out of the bones because there's fat. It's energy. So it's free. It's, you know, more energy than they would find from a banana yep. or whatever berries they'd pick up. Like, I mean, it's it's the energy density of this sort of stuff. The thing well, is, now we live in such a time of energy-dense food, you can get it from wherever, so you just keep eating it. Like an oatmeal cream pie. Again. Yeah. My favorite, you know. So here, um, well, here's the thing, though. I could I could crush ten oatmeal cream pies, not think anything of it. Mm-hmm. I found when I eat meat, mm-hmm. protein. 
not so much eggs, but like beef, roast beef, uh, ham, whatever it is. I definitely can't eat as much of it. It def it fills me up a it, lot yeah, quicker. It's, it satiates you. Yes. Whereas the the sugar, you mean for first of all, like an oatmeal cream pie, the stuff they've managed to create with hydrogenated oils, flour, and sugar is crazy. Yeah, it's not an oatmeal cream pie anymore. It's yeah. it's it's completely synthetic. Yeah, but it tastes and, great. Oh hell yeah! And I'm not <laughs> knocking it. No. Like, and I don't care what you say. The bigger ones yeah. are better than the little ones. <laughs> they taste better. There's yeah. a different like when you bite it. Like there's a thicker amount of whatever that white cream substance is. Yep. There's no dairy in it. It's not cream. <laughs> but no. But I I I ate one from the Amish market. Mm-hmm. So homemade. What? Oh yeah. If you haven't gone to the Amish market, you need to go. I probably shouldn't go. That place is ridiculous. The one in Annapolis. Yes. Hmm. It, it it it's bigger. It looks it's bigger on the inside than it looks on the outside. I've been to the Upper Marlboro one. First of all, the meat is a lot cheaper. Wow! Like, I want to say I didn't see any of the meats over six dollars a pound. So what do they open like They're Thursday, only, Friday, Saturday, so, something like that? It's very it, they've limited openings, but the 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 meats from the deli counter are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's probably better quality from the Amish farm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I mean, it's it is a pure Amish market. Like Amish people are working there. Yeah. Like this, unless they're playing, unless they're larping. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're all. They're Amish people are working behind that counter. Yeah. Um. But. I, yeah, I find when I eat the meat, I'm definitely fuller sooner. Um. But, I mean, going back to this naltrexone and bupropion, which is Wellbutrin, whatever. We decided to table table that one as well. I'm trying to do this with as few drugs as possible, but yeah. it's also like telling, it's like trying to tell the 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 cocaine addict to just go cold turkey. Yeah, like no, just and you're gonna and, and you're gonna have cocaine around you all the time, <laughs> and you can't snort it. Right, it's not even like like it's food for crying out. Like you could avoid alcohol if you had a problem with alcohol, you just wouldn't. You could get rid of the alcohol and you live. But you can't live. You're gonna die if you don't eat. Right. Now, are you gonna die if you continue to eat the way, the bad way you were eating? Damn right. Probably. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, I am. But you're not gonna. But still, knows to be like, oh man, that that you know, if he had just stopped eating altogether, he would have lived. Right. But the cokehead or the alcoholic, like if he had just stopped drinking altogether, he would have lived, and that's true. So you need to eat. You don't need cocaine or alcohol or any of those drugs. Like you don't yeah. need it. And I don't think a lot of people see being overweight as an addiction and i to be honest with you, i never did either i didn't see it until i was i was talking with him and when i described what i was describing as far as having the bread in front of me mm-hmm. or having uh sugar or whatever whatever it was in front of me whatever thing i shouldn't be eating was in front of me and that's when he brought it up he said because i said i said when i eat the bread it it's like euphoria in my head yeah I was like, it's like a, it's a dopamine hit, and mm-hmm. he said, that's because it is. Yeah, he looked, he looked me dead in the eye and said that. Mm-hmm. He said, you have an addiction. He goes, you're, you're essentially going about this with no help. Yeah, and th- and that's when he brought up this drug, and I was like, and for me, like, I'm very, even though I take a bunch of drugs, I'm very drug averse. 
I want to take as few of them as possible. Yes. I'm taking the ones I have to because I have to. And you're hoping that th- through improving your physical condition that you'll start getting off of some of the other ones. Right. You know, like I take blood pressure meds. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of that is hereditary. It's my mother had high blood pressure. My grandfather had high blood pressure. So, like, the there, I inherited it. So, but I'm sure if I dropped a bunch of weight, and you know, worked out. I could get rid of the um, come off those meds, or at least reduce the dosages. Yeah, right. And that's what I'm looking to do. Yeah, I'm, I want to reduce some of these dosages. Like some of the stuff I'm taking, it is hereditary. I'm not going to be able to get off of some of them. Um, the other one I was kind of questioning though was, and I didn't talk to him about this because I didn't understand the importance of cholesterol in your system. Oh yes. Yeah. So cholesterol, it and. My cholesterol levels, because I take a statin drug to reduce the the cholesterol in my body, Mm -hmm. cholesterol is basically the transportation highway for testosterone and and other hormones in your body. It's also critical in repairing damage. Yes. Your brain is essentially made out of cholesterol. So So by me artificially reducing my cholesterol, don't get me wrong, my cholesterol was high when I was younger. mm -hmm. It was in the 240s. And if I weren't to be, if I weren't on this statin drug i imagine it would still be in the 240s but it seems as though the myth about cholesterol was debunked about a few years ago so there's a doctor uh and if you know not that this guy needs our plug (laughs) but uh he was just on rogan um dr asim malhotra okay he is a a british cardiologist and he started doing like peer-reviewed research about cholesterol and how we're overprescribing statins, and of course, like the the cancel mob went after him right. because we all know the cancel mob is probably controlled by you know big the, pharma, yeah, by yeah. the corporate oligarchy. Sure. So they went after him pretty hard, but uh, he stuck to his guns and has done some pretty cool research about why it's so bad. And then some of the side effects they don't talk about, like um, cognitive abilities in older patients. Like, seeing a lot of these people with Alzheimer's probably wouldn't have it if it wasn't for this these drugs they're they're taking. Yeah. So, because it was all based on this research that was done in the fifties by not even a medical doctor, the guy was convinced that cholesterol was bad, and that's what gave Dwight Eisenhower a heart attack. The smoking had nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> well, I, I heard so. Keys. I, I be- the keys was the doctor. So, I, and from what I understand, there were twenty nine peer reviewed studies on cholesterol. He cherry picked twelve of them mm-hmm. to prove his point. Yeah. So he didn't even use half of them. Yeah. Um, and I was talking, and this is something I did talk to my doctor about, and I asked him about the cholesterol, and he showed me a chart and about everything how it affects uh, a whole bunch of other things. But he said. Yeah, the test that the the peer review studies so far have shown that you know, people that have had heart attacks, it's been fifty fifty good cholesterol and bad cholesterol, mm-hmm. or or high cholesterol and low. He, basically, he was telling me there's no correlation between heart attacks and cholesterol. Yeah, which is what we've been told since we were born. Oh, just think think about the damage it did to the egg. Yeah, you know. Um, that's where the egg council had to come out with the incredible edible egg. Right. And the eggs, protein source. Yeah, yeah. Eggs are one of the best foods you can eat. Yep. You know, and then you had all these people like 
eating just egg whites, which, I mean, I'll eat an egg white or two, but I'm not going to eat an egg white omelet. It's like eating rubber. Like, I, no, I want the, the yolk makes so, it better. If I do hard boiled, I don't eat the yolk. I Me don't either. like it. No, no, I don't like, I'll eat the, the, but if I do a fried egg, no, no, I, it's I over keep, easy. I keep, yeah, I keep yeah, the yolk Scrambled in. eggs. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Everything else I keep the yolk in. Yeah. I just, I don't like it in hard boiled. No, like me neither. It's the, chalky. It's dry. And I give them to the dog. Yeah, it's gross. Um, a lot of that is because we over, most people when they hard boil eggs, they overcook them. Probably. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Uh, I'll have more updates as far, because I can go see him again in three months, but I got to talk to him about this, uh, the FSH levels and whatnot. Um, we have been drinking a whiskey this whole time. It's been, it's new to us. Uh, it's one we, we both kind of got recommended. It was something called Tin Cup. Yeah. Don't buy it. It tastes like shit. I'm sorry. I, you don't I'm, like it? No, I've been holding that back since we started this episode. <laughs> I don't like it. I want to try it neat. Um, oh, really? Yeah. You're going that route. Yeah, I didn't... Hold on. I'm going to pull the mic out of the way. Okay. Yeah, I... It... it, it for a low proof... This is 84 proof. It's spicy to me. It didn't drink as smooth as some of the other ones. Now, granted, this is a $20 bottle. But if I had to choose between this tin cup and the Four Roses we had, which is also a low-proof whiskey, or the Old Forester 86, or even the Benchmark Number 8. Any of it? <laughs> any any of the other ones that we've had. This is probably my least favorite of all of them. Well, then the other thing is, this is not a bourbon. It's a whiskey. Yeah. So it's a little bit different in sure. that regard. Um, I'm trying to see if... I'm uh, sure... I'm surprised the score is the size it does when people do comparison tests. Yeah. So it, It's not very flavorful. It's spicy. There's not flavor to it. Let's though. say it's a marriage of two great American whiskeys. Straight bourbon from Indiana and Colorado single malt. So I, maybe because of it's a blend... You know, it's kind of like... Uh, Are we snooty? That I don't like blends now? I don't know. Ooh. It's a hybrid? I guess. I, I mean, the, the, I thought that when I smelled it, it smelled it's, it smelled sweet to me when I first smelled it. I didn't try smelling it again, but it's just, it's just, eh. I'm not down with it. I don't hate it like I hate Jack Daniels. I haven't, I've never had Jack Daniels. Yeah. Jack number seven? It, like it original Jack? Tastes like Hoppy's number nine. So... Hmm. Like anyone who's cleaned a gun knows what Hoppy's boar solvent smells like. Speaking of Jack, I do want to try one called Gentleman Jack. I've heard that's pretty good. Yes. But I haven't tried it yet. So this, it's okay. Are you are you getting a lot of, like, you getting some of the burn though? No, not no. really. I, I'd mix it with stuff. Yeah, I, I could see Tin that. Tin cup and ginger ale. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I'm not seeking this out. I mean, don't like would I like, would I drink another one if I if it was offered to me? If yeah, it wasn't four other bottles on the table. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this 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 like has got that arms hand. reach. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this has got that hand. Like, I've got another unopened bottle upstairs that we'll probably try in two weeks. <laughs> I, mean, I just got I got too many bottles for a guy who doesn't drink that much. Party, but none of our friends drink it. Well, I shouldn't say none. Two of them don't. Maybe. Enough of them do. We could probably get by. <laughs> we well, can knock some of these bottles down quite quick. Yeah, we'd have. Uh, Chris Sean would have to come by. Jared. Yeah. 
uh, Smitty drinks the stuff. Yeah. People don't, if people don't remember Smitty from our uh, boat episode. Yeah. Where we learned how to buy and sell a boat. Um, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not impressed. I was hoping it would be better because I yeah. see the, again, marketing. You yeah. know what I mean? Tough guy. You know. For a $20 bottle, would I drink it? Yes. Are there other $20 bottles that I would drink before this? Yes. Yeah. So I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it again. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no. but thank you to Cheers and Spirits Wine and Liquors and the Arnold Station Plaza. Uh, we appreciate them sponsoring the show. We appreciate you listening to the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, share. Uh, listen to us when you can in your car, on your walks, whenever you can. Share us with a friend. Let them know you heard heard us. Uh, go to the website, drivewaybeerspodcast.com slash donate if you want to become part of the if you want to join us on the driveway and we will see you next time